What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. What if kittens break the clock inch Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. Today, we've got a question from Pearson. My name is Pearson from Riverview, Florida. I am eight years old. I like coding and my black cat, Obsidian. My question is, what if a ferret chewed on a cookie in an orchestra? Oh, man, Pearson, what a great question. You know what I really loved is how much detail you gave. You told us about your cat and how you like coding. And then you gave like a really complicated question. So I want to jump right into that story. What if a ferret ate a cookie in an orchestra? Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Today's story starts not with that ferret, but with a cat stalking its prey. You thought you could escape me, said Obsidian the cat pacing back and forth atop its favorite napping rug. Well, little did you know, I am a master of the hunt. The black cat spun on its prey, but it just stayed frozen. I see you are paralyzed by fear. Very well. I will make this quick for you. <laughs> Oh, wait, I've got to get milk. Obsidian the cat skittered out of the living room into the kitchen, leaving its prey, a little gingerbread cookie in the shape of a mouse, unguarded. As you can imagine, it took the cat several minutes to figure out how to pour the milk into the bowl. Quite a bit of that milk got 
all over the kitchen. And then it took Obsidian even longer to push the bowl with its nose back into the living room. Well now, little gingerbread mouse cookie, you shall be my... Gingerbread mouse cookie, where have you gone? The cookie was nowhere in sight. There were just three little cookie crumbs left in its wake. So you've escaped me this time, cookie. But I will have the last laugh. Or at least I will tomorrow, when my parents give me another cookie. <laughs> oh wait, I'm late for rehearsal. The little black cat rushed out the kitty door and ran all the way to the band shell. A giant half-tortoise shell with a stage built underneath it. The band shell was surrounded by row after row of stadium-stacked benches, but they were all empty. I'm sorry I'm late for rehearsal. You see, I was trying to eat a cookie, but it got away from me. Oh dear, said Veravarius, the violinist of this particular orchestra. I'm so sorry to hear about your cookie. Yes, I as well am sorry. I once loved cookies myself. Of course, I cannot eat them anymore. They're no good for an old ferret. How did you know about my cookie in the first place, Ferravarius? What? You just mentioned your cookie, like literally 15 seconds ago. That's an awfully convenient tale, ferret. It happens to be the truth. I would never want anything to happen to your precious cookies. I'm having trouble figuring out whether you're telling the truth or not. We both have such sinister-sounding voices. Yes, we do, don't we? One of us is almost certainly a villain. Of course, looks can be deceiving. Obsidian and I think we're getting off track. We're keeping the whole orchestra waiting. Yes, we wouldn't want that now, would we? And so Obsidian got to his piano and accompanied Ferravarius and the rest of the orchestra as they rehearsed for their show. What a wonderful rehearsal that was, Obsidian. Yes, you are truly a very gifted violinist, Ferravarius. You know I can't help the way I talk. I actually mean to compliment you right now. Likewise, you are truly a gifted musician. And you are perhaps the greatest pianist I have ever heard. It went on like this for a while. But eventually, Obsidian got home. And the next day, when it came to cookie time, he was much more careful with his little gingerbread mouse. All right. I'm just going to set up this little trap here. He'd spent all morning tying bells to a long string, which he circled around the cookie. Now, if anyone tries to free you or take you, they will surely be caught by these bells. They'll ring just like so. And he batted the bell with his paw. 
Yes, they'll ring with that little delightful tinkling sound. Like this! And he batted the bells again, a little harder this time. Yes, and then, surely, the fiend will be tangled up by the bells like so! And Obsidian pounced on the bells and started kicking them and batting them this way and that and rolling around in them and getting tangled up all the while the bells ringing loudly and his eyes off the cookie. And then, just when that tangled beyond any hope of escape, I will pounce and... Where's my cookie? The little gingerbread mouse was gone again. Three tiny crumbs left in its wake. My goodness. I'm late for rehearsal again! Obsidian rushed to the band shell once more. Ever the tardy one, Obsidian, said Ferivarius. I hope nothing happened to your precious cookie. But that's exactly what something did happen to it. Huh? I'm confused. Yes, so am I. And why are you covered in bells? It was a trap I lay for the fiend who is stealing my cookies. A fiend, I suspect, goes by the name of Ferivarius. A Ferivarius, yes, I, I presume. You would blame me, but I've been here waiting for you. And like I said, I have quit cookies, for they are bad for my old ferret belly. We'll just see about that. No, we won't, because I won't eat a cookie. Oh, won't you then? Well, then we won't see about that, I suppose. Unless we do. Um, um, okay, Obsidian, we're, we're terribly, terribly late. And the show's tomorrow, and we just really need you on the piano right now. Very well. Nemesis. Nemesis? You think just because I have a wicked voice and am an ugly old ferret that I'm evil somehow? Well, you know what they say. If the ferret fur fits. No one says that. It's never a thing that's been said. Until now. And it went on like that for a while. But eventually, they finished their practice. The show was sounding really good. But Obsidian wasn't thinking about that. The little cat was rushing home to set an even more elaborate trap. He sprinkled dry, crunchy leaves all around where the cookie would go. He took down all the wind chimes hanging outside the house and hung them in a circle, too. Then he glued shut the windows with sparkly glitter glue that would take weeks to come off. I'd just like to see someone try to get my cookie tomorrow. And when the cookie came... Obsidian placed it in the middle of all the traps. And then, he had an even better idea. He rushed over to the phone, batted it off the hook, and dialed the number of an old friend. Ring, ring. Hello, it's me, JF Cat. 
Hello, JF Cat. It's me, your old nemesis, Obsidian the Cat. What? We were never nemeses. Really? I I thought the way you talked and the way I talked, we just had to- What? No. We were just two cats living in the same alley. But now I'm, you know, president of What If World and I'm a little busy right now. Of course, of course. I just need to quickly borrow the entire What If World army. What? Listen, Obsidian, I'm in the middle of peace talks between the werewolves and the wenwolves. And they all actually found their way here on time for once. What time is it? Is it peace time? Where are we? Is this the peace place? This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yes, well, I might only have one last chance to catch this wicked villain. All right, all right. Explain to me what this supervillain is doing. Well, you see, I believe he's stolen two of my cookies. Stolen two of your cookies. The werewolves and the wenwolves have been warring over when they can run in which dog park for as long as they can't remember. And you want the entire army of What If World to catch a cookie thief? Well, an alleged cookie thief. But once I catch him, I'll know for sure. Okay, Obsidian. I answered the phone because we're good old friends. How long that cat gonna talk for? A cat? Where's the cat? I want to taste the cat. Oh, jeez. Uh, this is gonna go south pretty fast. Listen, just don't take your eye off the cookie, and you should be fine. Or better yet, just eat the cookie. But Jojo, if I ate it, there would be no bait and... But Jojo Fluffy Cat had already hung up. Don't take my eye off the cookie. Well, that advice is rather obvious. But he had taken his eye off the cookie for that whole conversation. And guess where it wasn't my cookie. Gone again? Well, let me check the windows. And he got glittery glue all over his paws. No, they're still closed. Let me check the leaves. And if there were any clues there, they got stuck to his gluey paws. What about the wind chimes? And when he batted one of the chimes, they all fell down and got tangled up in his gluey paws and fur. Oh, dear. Can you guess what he was late for? The show. Oh, dear, oh, dear. He ran as fast as his glittery, gluey paws could take him, dragging twenty feet of wind chimes in his wake. As he was approaching the band shell, he could hear the orchestra tuning up in the distance. Oh, thank goodness. They haven't started yet. I have just enough time to buy a cookie. <laughs> An obsidian dragged himself, gluey and glittery, and covered in wind chimes, all the way up to his piano. Obsidian! What has happened to you? Wouldn't you like to know, Ferravarius? Or wouldn't you already know because it's you that has done this to me? 
What? How could you possibly think I... But just then, the mouse drow lifted her wand. Squeak, 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 squeakity, squeak. It's weird that most animals can talk, except for her. Squeak, 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 squeak. Maustro flashed her wand in their direction, and they got the show underway. But Obsidian, tangled up, heavily glittered, and having gone three days without a single cookie, wasn't really playing his best. Ferragarius whispered to him, I know it's hard going without cookies, but I will help you through this. I swear... By my violin! Obsidian squinted his eyes at the old ferret and reached into his tangle of wind chimes to pull out that little gingerbread mouse cookie he'd bought outside the bandshell. We shall see, old nemesis. <laughs> And he threw the cookie at the ferret's feet. The old ferret's eyebrows twitched wildly, and he started playing some really bad notes on the violin. His tail lashed towards the cookie, trying to bat it away, but it just looked too delicious. The old ferret dropped his violin in a clatter and pounced after the cookie which suddenly stood up on its little mousy legs and skittered away. No, Cookie, I must eat you. I cannot resist anymore. Obsidian looked on and his shameful joy turning to confusion as the ferret chased the cookie all through the orchestra. A gingerbread mouse! Trumpeted the elephant trumpeter. <laughs> cried a little cymbal-playing monkey. Squeak, 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 squeak! Even the mousetro was getting flustered. The whole show was falling apart. I think maybe this was a bad idea, said Obsidian, suddenly running after Ferivarius. Ferivarius, please, let the little mouse go. Let's just finish the show. But... I miss cookies so much. I'm sorry, I, I didn't know these cookies could come alive and run away. But there's a warning on the packages. Ferivarius had only managed to capture the little plastic wrapper for the cookie. It says warning. Evil monologues may bring to life. Oh dear. Squeak, 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 squeak. Maustro had walked up to the two of them gesturing at them with her wand, and then pointing at the exit. But Most Maustro, I'm it to was blame squeak, for squeak, it. squeak! They noticed then that the whole audience was booing. They'd come from far and wide and paid good money to enjoy an orchestra, not a fiasco. Obsidian and Ferivarius left the bandshell and started back to the kitty's house. Well, I've certainly learned that Two wrongs don't make a right. But I didn't do anything wrong. I just can't resist a delicious cookie. As they walked back, they suddenly heard a pitter-patter behind them. When they turned around, they saw that little gingerbread mouse. It was following them. Mouse, 
This is all your fault, Ferravarius. You just said yourself, two wrongs don't make a right. <sighs> but I just really want a cookie. At that, the little gingerbread mouse perked its ears. <laughs> so wait, some mice can speak and some can squeak, but others can only hum. The little mouse dashed off ahead of them. I think it wants us to follow. They ran all the way back to Obsidian's house, through the kitty door, and over to a tiny hole in the wall. The gingerbread mouse bounded up and down, and then squeezed through the hole. <coughs> there was just enough room for them to both peek through at the same time. All four little gingerbread mice looked like they were typing on tiny cookie computers. That was not what I expected. The four mice were typing line after line of letters and numbers and symbols, all of which made very little sense to Obsidian and Ferravarius. While the two of them waited to find out what the mice were working on, Ferravarius helped untangle Obsidian from all the wind chimes and brushed out as much glittery glue as he could. Then Obsidian cooked them a pair of fancy fillets, very healthy for a carnivorous cat and ferret. Well, that was a delicious meal, said Ferravarius. Why, thank you. I'm just sorry I can't give you anything for dessert. I understand. Just then, there was a beep-boop, a notification to Ferravarius's smartphone. He pulled it out of his belt pouch. What's this? I've been invited to download an app called Cookie Chase. All four mice had snuck out of their tiny hole. <laughs> You're telling me you four mice just created this game? <laughs> well, let's try it. It was a really pretty little puzzle game where you had to solve the mystery of the missing cookie. You know, if we wrote a score for this game... It could be one of the most beautiful educational games ever. You know, it still sounds evil when you say it that way. Well, I can't really help that. But would you want to work with me anyway? What? Of course. Nothing would give me greater pleasure in all of What If World. Yes, you see, that that sounds quite evil as well. Well, these mice sound really cute, but they were playing tricks on me for days. Tricks? They were running for their lives. <laughs> they went on like that for quite a while, as you can imagine. But before long, Obsidian, Ferravarius, and the four gingerbread mice had finished coding their first game and were working on their second and to think, none of this ever would have happened if I hadn't been terribly suspicious. No, I, it could have easily happened. Maybe without all of this drama. <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, it seems like some friends just like to bicker, huh? I kind of want to play that game. Too bad I'm no good at coding. Folks at home, if you haven't checked out What If World's Question Generator, 
Go to our website, whatifworldpodcast.com, and give it a try. Then give us a call at 205-605-WHAT to leave your own question and get your own story. But an even bigger help would be a review on iTunes. It'll take you two minutes. Or share us with a friend on Facebook or Twitter. That'll take you one minute. I'd like to thank Pearson for his great question. Really, you knocked it out of the park, buddy. And I'd like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor and producer, Craig Martinson, my theme songwriter, and all you little coders and musicians out there. I hope you all never stop learning and creating. Until we meet again, keep wondering. What if world, this is world.